A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, normally at this time of year, we speak to Tony Callahan, the organiser of the World Pie Eating Championships that take place in uh, Harry's Bar in Wigan. But yeah. he's had problems this year, as, you, uh, as you'll discover, and um, he told us a little bit about that. But he's well, gone to the top, hasn't he? He, has, yeah, he couldn't go out. any higher to try and get it on. We um, also had a chat with Martin Kellner, who brought us uh, a week of sport on TV, and Mike Ward looked at the non-sporting telly. And, of course, we yeah. caught up and had a bit of a chat as well. We did. We? So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And, uh, yeah, I've managed to watch quite a bit of football this week and uh, a couple of observations that have really got nothing to do with the matches. Okay. I've been wondering why Tammy Abraham, the Chelsea uh, striker... Not the plumber. Not the plumber. Struggles in the air so much. And I think I've come up with a solution. Yeah. He's got a very shiny forehead. It's like it's like a skid pan. The ball slides off it. So I think well, that you... never stopped Alan uh, Gilzean, one of my heroes of my youth. Did he have a slidey forehead? Oh, he had. He just basically he had a virtually bald <laughs> pate, didn't he? He had a bald pate, and it would just it would. I, mean, it I would thought pick he had up, some traction. It would pick up speed <laughs> off of his bumps, off I, of his shiny forehead. I, I, I've got a theory that he should either borrow Pe- Petacek's helmet, if you pardon the expression, and Eric Black's absorbent headband, and he'd be like Nat Nat Lofton, so he'd bullet in. Yeah, well, maybe a lot a headband. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, I've, I've never seen. He missed another Seriously. couple again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I always struggle doing a Liverpool accent. Well, you so. can always play Olivia Giroud. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's the other. an alternative. Oh, that's the other really? option. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, um, I always struggled. I can't. I can do lots of accents, but I can't do a Liverpoolian accent. I can do. Well, I, I can, can do lots. Hundred and fifty, actually, when I once counted it up. But there we go. We won't go into I'm that. But all of them sounded <laughs> like John Arlott. <laughs> they all sound like Roy Hodgson. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he does loads of impressions that all start. Well, you know, everyone. Of them exactly the well, same. they are exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, That's yeah. very true. But I can't do a Scouse accent, so I'm very grateful to uh, Steve McManaman who called. Well, he can. He does quite a decent oh, he does. one. Oh, Borussia really? Mönchengladbach. He insisted on calling, really liver puddling it up. He called it Mönchengladbach. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. he does. Well, he gives it, he gives it that. So yeah. it helps. I enjoyed the. Uh, all those years ago in that World Cup, there was a Mexican player. We, we were chatting to John Bishop about it all those years ago. There was a player that was destined to go to Liverpool called uh, Gerardo Carrado. <laughs> Gerardo Carrado. Why did he never sign? <laughs> Why did he never sign? <laughs> I've absolutely. I can't no do idea. one either. Obviously. Keep and, going. Uh, yep. uh, yeah, keep going. I very much enjoyed uh, David Ginola's film on uh, the BT film on Bosman. I've not seen it. I've recorded. Oh, it. I, I don't know if it. Martin's seen. Martin may well bring it up today. I've heard it's, I've heard it's very good. What a brilliant documentary. And yeah. Gina is a brilliant interviewer. 
yeah. and really perceptive, not just interviewing, but actually adding sort of <clears throat> really a different perspective on it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's a fascinating story. Um, now, we must turn our attention to yesterday's uh, <laughs> birthday spread. What a debacle it was. Well, it wasn't really. I mean, you know, we <laughs> laughed, we cried. If you, in case you missed it, um, our maths wasn't great, myself and Max. Andy set us a birthday mm. spread. And our producer, really, for someone who wasn't at, was at school about six months ago, I mean, his was pathetic. I mean, he, he but he did it. He, the way he kept telling us very forcefully what the score was, and we both knew he was wrong, but we just let him get on with I, it. I basically didn't know what was going on. The only thing that was familiar to me was the silence that greeted my gags. Yeah. That was, <laughs> That's the only thing that told us it was a so normal birthday I've come spread. up with a way of scoring that I think will work. Okay. So here it goes, right? So basically, let's, for example, say it's Dolly Parton. Yeah, Dolly Parton's birthday, yeah, 71. I make, yeah, I make, it's funny, that's what I think predicted you'd say. Uh, I make a joke, pardon my enthusiasm, some Larry David Pardon thing. the interruption. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you say 71, Max says 75, and say she's actually 70, right? Yeah, yeah. So that makes you... One out. One out, and he's five out, yeah. so you're four nil up. So after round one, you're four nil up. Okay. Next Should round, like this? Yeah. yes, it's the heart surgeon Magdi Yacoub, Hawksby and Yacoub, something like that, yeah. Then <laughs> you say 81. Oh, yeah, okay. Max says 73, but he's 71. So you're 10 out, Max is two out, that's eight to him. So it's now 8 4 to Max after two rounds. And this is simplifying the whole I thing. I think that's you a lot. <laughs> we'll try, we'll try the, the patent uh, Duckworth Lewis. The, the compiling it when you go one. along is just. You know, yeah, I mean, if, if, if it was, it was just, I enjoyed, it was I enjoyed doing it. It was a lot of fun. Well, we'll do it again next Thursday. Um, yeah. Andy will be with us Monday, yeah. and then he returns. Next I watched Friday. your game last night. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah sorry, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I've wasted about fifty minutes of your time. Uh, all you neutrals out <laughs> I, there. I thought um, Bale's free kick. I thought it was interesting. That it doesn't it shows you <clears> you never lose that ability. You lose your ability to burst past people. Hmm. But that free kick it was it, that's the sort of thing only he can do. I think it was interesting hearing Glenn Oddle and, and, and Owen Hargreaves talk about it mm. after to the game and saying that he's kind of he doesn't trust his body yet Bale and I think you watch that and I think they're right he doesn't completely trust that if mm. he puts the afterburners on if he still can that he's not going to pour something yeah. so I, I it's going to take him a while to come back I did feel for him and Winks and Vinicius and I mean the, look yeah, there's no room for sentiment and all that and Jose knows what he's doing because they went on to win the game they yeah. scored a second goal and made it safe but to give them another five or ten minutes on the pitch to take them straight off after two of them had a hand in a goal and Winks had not played badly but you know like he said he doesn't expect people to be happy and uh, all the time they're winning no one will ever question that although I was slightly mm. question it when he brought Son on and Son got clattered on the Achilles and started yeah, limping about great. I thought here we but go that's six months it was out, difficult for this year he scored but the timing of his runs maybe he'd be offside a bit more yeah. <laughs> so, I think he's decent though I think yeah. I, twice I've seen Antwerp play and look they're not the greatest team in the world but they did make Make it tough for Spurs. I think yeah. they did. They closed down really well. And they sort of hunted in packs. They were really fit. No, and I true. thought they were quite decent yeah. actually. Well, they weren't. Well, it's, it's good to the, top the group. Then. Yeah, it, it certainly is. It should make life a bit. I've written here. This is an old reference. Benson, their player Benson. As far as I know, he's not a butler. Yeah, that's good. If you <laughs> remember was that? Soap, <laughs> soap, soap. Yeah, then, it, it then the spin-off series Benson. Benson, very good series, funny series. Yeah. So um, you may have seen uh, today that um, Patrick Bamford said to Marcelo Bielsa. Mm. Um, is there any strikers you think I should watch? Is there, are there any players out there you think I could learn from? 
and which I think is a good thing to do. And he was impressed with the fact that, mm. you know, he's an experienced player, he still wants to learn. He said, not all players are like that. So Bielsa said, yeah, um, uh, Erling Haaland, definitely. Uh, a Borussia Dortmund, who's a kid, basically. So <laughs> it's, it's a bit that. tough for the ego, yeah. you would think. <laughs> but Bamford apparently took it on and he's been watching him. Yeah. So, and look, you know, you could speak to any professional footballer, I'm sure, and they'd say, oh, that was the person that I wanted to be. That was the person that mm. I watched. I watched lots of videos of them. I felt they were closest to my play style so what we'd like from you this afternoon mm. is an opportunity to be ridiculed by your regular Saturday afternoon and Sunday morning teammates by telling us who you have based your game on so if you are if, <laughs> if you played football sport any sport cricket who did you watch and who would you say you closely you, you, you most closely resemble and when you've watched it because ideally I want you to turn mm. up um, tomorrow afternoon or Sunday morning so here he comes Frank O'Barese you're going to hopefully you'll get some clog at the end of this but have you seriously tried to model your game on someone else you want to share those with the class and uh, and heap derision on yourself this weekend as you meet up with your teammates the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. You've been telling us about the players you modelled yourself on after Patrick Bamford was told to watch Erling Haaland by Marcelo Bielsa. Watch some videos. A nice story came in from Shem. Let me bring this to you now. On the, he sent this on Twitter. He said, uh, first lovely to hear Andy back. He said, uh, my first manager's job, I set myself the target of being like Fergie. One Friday night, I drove around a couple of players' houses like Fergie did with Giggs and Sharp. And there were a lot of players going into this player's house one Friday evening. So I thought my time had come. So I Rang loudly on the door, and when one of our boys opened it, I let rip with the full hairdryer. <laughs> it was only halfway through the rant that he said, it's not actually a party, it's a wake for one of the boys' grandparents. <laughs> oh, dear. A bit awkward. A bit awkward. Oh, yeah, dear me. Oh, you're definitely awkward. <clears throat> It's so, mm. on to the World Piking Championship. Oh, Normally yeah, this time of year, yeah. we have a chat with Tony Callahan, who uh, organises the World Piking Championships in Wigan. Uh, but this year looks like it's off, although he has written to the Prime Minister. I know he's trying to get a Brexit deal, but he really should get his priorities right, I think. I'd say so, yeah. Tony, good afternoon. <laughs> afternoon, are you well? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we good, we yeah. look forward to our chat and finding out who won the World Piking Championship and all the preparations, but... Yeah. It's not happening, is it? Well, not yet. I've I've written to Boris. I've written him a nice letter, yeah, and uh, asking for dispensation because obviously it's an elite sport. We've been doing it for twenty odd years, mm. and you know he's, he's let football come back, rugby, etc. And and I think he should let this sport come back. You say it's not just an elite sport. There's another loophole you think you've spotted in pie eating as an elite sport, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, what we're asking is, listen, Boris, it, it's something we've been doing. There's enough doom and gloom. Let our sport continue. It's once a year. Yeah. I'm quite happy to do all the COVID ruling and do everything as we should do. Well, I mean, also, it involves a substantial meal, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, effectively, they are. you're not breaking any rules having a substantial meal. No, and I'm quite happy to do what I, do it on a car park on Wallgate down from the pub. So mm. I'm quite happy. You know, I don't want to do it with a Zoom. I explained to him if I did it with the Zoom, people might cheat. But I'm worried about people in Bolton won't really know what Zoom is. They might think it's a nightclub. So <laughs> <laughs> it's very um, well, are you in tier three up there? Is, is that the problem? We yes. Are, yeah, you are. Okay, you know, that is unfortunate. So you can't even hold it because I'd imagine outside socially <clears throat> distance wouldn't be a problem. You'd imagine that would be fine. What you would have thought, but I, I thought I, you know, with having a chain of pubs, I thought I've got to do it correctly, and I thought I'd write to the boss man himself and ask his permission, because I don't want to be breaking any rules and putting anybody in any danger. 
on a very serious note. So I thought I would write and ask permission to do it. Um, I haven't. I've, I've, I've had an acknowledgement that they've received my email, but obviously he's got a few important things going on at the moment. Presumably, I mean, we've heard a lot about people who are suffering. But I mentioned even the pie makers themselves, who probably haven't sold as many pies as they normally would. Well, there's so many pie shops, you know, closed at the moment, which is, is very sad, like a lot of other businesses. Mm. So it's affected every part, you know, it's affected the hospitality industry beyond belief. Mm. But we are going to come back, you know, we've got to be bigger and stronger when we come back. And uh, hopefully we can get the pie eating competition done. If not, we're going to have to do it when we're out of lockdown and all this uh, situation's over with. I'm surprised you didn't stray into the World Scotch Egg Eating Championships this year because they've, they've been all the rage, haven't they? It's true. Can you imagine they'd have let me do the World Scotch Egg Eating Championship? They would. Yes. Get on with it, Tony. It would have been helping them, you know. Get on with it. Scotch eggs. Can you believe that? Scotch eggs, huh? Well, I mean, do you sell a lot of those in, in Harry's? Do you, do you sell a lot of Scotch eggs there? or not many Scotch eggs, no. Might be meat and potato pie. I don't think they'd know what to do with a Scotch egg. No, look like a shot put. So, what about the, the competitors? That you know, the people who take part year in year out. What have they said well, to you? They're probably really missing yeah. it. They've obviously all been contacting the mm. management at the bar, and they're not happy bunny rabbits because they've been in training. You know, yeah. um, for twelve months, um, so they've all been in training for the competition, and then the competition isn't going to happen. Um, so they're not happy. Um, so, you know, you're trying to keep everybody happy throughout and have this competition. And, you know, the last resort is asking Boris for permission to do it. Yeah. And, you know, there's still time because, you know, if he does turn around and say, listen, you know, you can do it, Tony, I can still get hold of everyone and get it sorted for next week. Good one, mate. Look, has he been oh, getting yeah. everything else sorted over the weekend that he needs to get sorted in Brussels? Maybe he'll turn his attention to the world piety. It's good to hear that you've ridden this out, Tony, because... You and a lot of fellow publicans have, have uh, suffered this year, but you're, you're going to be OK, are you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I have 19 bars, actually, right. trading right to Yorkshire, Cheshire and everywhere, and it's been a hard time, mm. to be quite honest. Um, every one of my bars is closed on a serious note. I, I'm, I'm thankful we can keep all the staff on. We're a long-established business, and we can continue. Um, and we just want to get out of this this situation we're in, and everybody to be yeah, safe. And, you know, let's get back to normal. And I'm sure everyone in the country and the world is saying the same thing. Yeah, hopefully not too saying, long. Yeah, now, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, look, Tony, we look. Yeah. You, rest assured, if, look, if we're still here, we'll be talking to you again next year. And if you can, Brilliant. if you can get the tournament. Um, back and you do it when uh, you return to uh, business and let us know and we'll have a chat we'll do a so. show from there we will do a show from, we've always said we'll do a show from there uh, yeah, it's about time you did as well everybody yeah. else has on a U2 I know I've, not been, really I've not been up to Wigan for years I'd it's been a long time I've been a long time I think yeah. we'll have to put that in. yeah go watch some rugby league while we're up there can't we excellent yeah. all the best Tony have a good Christmas all right, look after yourself, lad. See you later. There we are, this uh, Tony Callan there, the owner of uh, Harry's Bar in Wigan and 18 other bars. Good here, he's uh, ridden it out, which is great news. But no World Pie Eating Championships, barring a very, very late reprieve from the Prime Minister, which I doubt it is forthcoming. Um, so we've asked you this afternoon off the back of the uh, Harland watching, sorry, um, Bamford watching Harland videos to improve his play. Who you've modelled yourself on? I used to love watching Football Italia on Channel 4, says Richard, the Arsenal fan. 
Maldini was my favourite oh, player. Blimey. Yeah. Talk about set the bar high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I used to always make sure I had the number three shirt. Yeah, Unfortunately, oh, yeah. back then, cultured defenders weren't as welcome as they are today. Rather than playing out from the back, I'd get the coach or parents constantly shouting, don't mess with the ball, get rid of it. He said, unfortunately, I usually ignored it. Talking of which, there was a lovely line from uh, Lloyd Griffiths this week. He was watching um, mm. He was watching his team play, uh, Grimsby, and uh, and I don't think they won uh, during the week. And he said, watching Liverpool play out from the back is a delight. Watching Grimsby play out from the back is like watching my mum try and do a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, I know what he means. It doesn't suit every division <laughs> and, and players of certain standards, well, of course. One listener heard me comparing my <clears throat> bowling to the late, great Derek yeah. Shackleton. yeah. He said, I don't know if he had, he said, I've seen your bowling and he said, it's more like a Shackleton chair. So I looked up, it's a chair for old people that doesn't move. (laughs) Nice, nice. Thanks. In my playing days in the late 90s, says Ian, I I played as a centre-half. Being a Chelsea fan, I tried to model myself from Frank LeBeuf. But whilst I thought I was a cultured (laughs) centre-half in that mould, my teammates felt I was a bit closer to the slightly less cultured Mickey Droy. Absolutely. Still an effective player, though, Mickey Droy. Very effective. uh, The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I heard Fred Syria, the uh, first date's uh, maitre d. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a bit French there. You did. Uh, on the breakfast show the other day with Alan, I think it was uh, yesterday, so it was good. And his daughter, did you see this? Teen diver yeah. Andrea Spendolini Syria mm. has won the BBC Young Spurts. Spurts. Young. It's <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? Pardon? Young, young Sports. Young Spurts personality of the week. <laughs> you mum? Mark Lawrence, yeah, at the moment. Rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah young sports personality of the year. <laughs> Which is it's such a shame she's not a tennis player, isn't it, with a name like that? Yeah, that's... that's well, what can you do? You, yeah, you cannot be serious, cool. I'd have to say to exactly. Well, do you know, normally, Andy, you bring us uh, news of a Brussels sprout shortage this time yeah, of year. what's happened? 
there's a bumper crop. Oh, for goodness Brussels sake. sprout farms are reaping a bumper Christmas crop because of the warm mm. summer. Uh, farmer Richard Simpkins, who, 69, <laughs> says numbers are up 20%. Thank goodness you told us he was 69. <laughs> are up 20%. Wow. So this is great news. So we won't have a sprouts uh, shortage. Well, that's uh, that's got to be news. I know you would have loved this, Andy. It is got to be news. Yeah. <laughs> I know you would have enjoyed this. I was hoping that one would slip by with that. Um, you know, <laughs> on Nigella's, uh, yeah, on yeah. Nigella's show the other day, apparently instead of saying microwave, she said microwave And, you know, I don't know if it was an affectation, she was being daft, she can't really pronounce it like that, or something what's like happened that. happened to her? Well, I've got no idea what's <laughs> happened to her. But, um, of course, then people took to social, depressingly took to social oh, yeah, media course, to yeah. comment on it in their yeah, droves. Yeah. And just... Perry just, droves. I, want you, I want you... Perry droves. I just want you to contemplate, <laughs> Andy, everything that's gone on this year in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. As I tell you, that one person tweeted, the way Nigella just pronounced microwave is the defining moment of 2020. <laughs> Mate, you should be taken off of all social media. <laughs> you should basically take a hammer to their smartphone. Do, do, do you know, I don't know the, the media, when they report a story and they, they like to supplement it with Twitter yeah. quotes and backups, and often they sort of give the people a full name, but there's one here. It's a bit like, you know when you, you speak to people and they assume... You know their friends. They'll say, "Oh, Gene was saying." You know, I don't know who Gene is. And why, why are you talking about it as if you I do know this about all the time? Well, I don't <laughs> do this. Neck, you I don't. Well, I was talking to Fred the other day. No, no. Like, Who's Fred? I know Fred from fifteen. <laughs> Moorings. Who's Moorings? Don't do that. Louise Red. <laughs> Louise Redknapp keeps her Christmas tree fresh by feeding it vodka and lemonade. Apparently. Wow. Louise, I'm right. going round there. You can all volunteer to be a Christmas tree, can you? Has anyone else heard of giving Doesn't your Christmas that kill tree? Kill them. Well, I wouldn't imagine it's any good at all, but uh, uh, anyway, so she put it on social media. Simon replied, hey, Lou, it definitely is. Who's Simon? Are you going to say who he is? Oh, you know Simon. Maureen's boy, number 15. <laughs> exactly. Ridiculous. Him with the hair, that one with the hair and the arm. I can't believe you haven't done the Beckham's planning news. God. Yeah, but I didn't say I missed. I missed it. I missed well, it. Page, I don't know if Max is interested story. in planning news. I don't know if it, no, I mean, it was on today. it's only me and you're interested in that. Beckham's, That's our thing, Andy. Beckham's super news. seller holds yeah, yeah. three thousand wine bottles. The Beckhams are getting into the Christmas spirit by planning yeah. a wine super seller. That uh, Christmas tree is going to be in good shape <laughs> at the end of that, isn't it? It's yeah. good, isn't it? Mm. Uh, they've put their plans before the local council. Uh, revising an original application approved in June. Mm. So uh, it sounds like I can't see any problem with it myself, not that I'm on the planning committee. but uh, well, No, I, I, I wouldn't expect you to be on the planning committee, to be quite honest. No. So uh, anything else you want to talk about um, you've noticed this week? What else? Well, you may have talked about this, the Alexa uh, giving, updating people with the laws of the game. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? So if you if you say, Alexa, tell me about the offside rule. Yeah. Do you know what? I tried it and I got a very dry really? description. I saw Max mentioned it yesterday. I tried it and I got very yeah, yeah, dry. I thought he might mention I got it. a very dry description of it from Wikipedia. <laughs> if that's their marketing campaign for Christmas, they, they need to work a bit harder. Anyway. I tried, can... Alexa, can you stop Anthony Taylor ruining big games by sending people off for nothing? Okay. And, and they is, said. What did they say? We'll try. We'll try. <laughs> of course they did. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talks. Sport. Time then to look at a week of sport on TV in the company of Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. Are you okay? Yeah, yes. we're good. We're good, thank you. I, uh, we were talking about this Sterling Moss documentary earlier on. I imagine that's something else you'll be looking at. But there's a documentary you have watched, a Storyville on the Beeb, um, mm. which I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch this weekend, all being well. So, sounds very interesting. Tell us about it. 
Well, it is interesting. More than that, it's hilarious. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a Storyville documentary called Red Penguins, uh, Murder, Money and Ice Hockey. And uh, basically, I mean, actually one of your listeners uh, recommended it to me, and I'm, I'm glad he did. It was, it was really good. It's about the Pittsburgh, Pir- uh, Pittsburgh Penguins mm. buying into uh, the Red Army ice hockey team in, uh, in Moscow just after the breakup of the Soviet Union, when, um, to be honest, Life in Russia, from what you could see in this documentary, was just chaotic, absolutely chaotic. Um, so you can imagine how this went, because you know everything was being run by gangsters. Uh, can you hear me? Okay, by yeah, of course yes, we are. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're taking a hang on your every you. word. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell. I'll tell you what it is. I've had very patchy internet all oh, morning in oh, the dear. broadcasting centre here at Wakefield, <laughs> and it's meant basically if anybody in Wakefield has answered an email, my, uh, <laughs> my internet's gone down. So as long as you can, as long as you can hear me, I'll um, I'll press on. So anyway, the the, the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins they buy into the Red Army uh, ice hockey team in uh in moscow and they bring in this guy called stephen warshaw who's basically at the center of the documentary he's the he's their marketing chief and he's well up for it the more chaotic it is uh, the happier he is i mean he turns up there he's partnering with um two guys called uh valerie gushin and victor tikhonov who are the two guys who are currently running it and of course they're as corrupt as hell these i mean the, the level of corruption is unbelievable but hilariously funny these guys one of the guys says um have you seen my teeth none of them my own and gives a big smile a big smile uh and uh they it start in the in the where the the uh the rink is yeah. where they play the stadium is underneath it there's uh, a strip club with girls in cages oh, right. and um it's just, it's just hilarious scenes of that I mean, this guy warshaw decides that he's going to use these uh, striptease artists as the uh, as the cheerleaders right. for the uh, you know for the for the uh, Russian team, mm. so he does all that. But the they don't quite understand how cheerleaders work, and they assume it's just um, it's just a sort of uh, adjunct to their stripping work. Oh dear! So <laughs> as they go as they go round following the zamboni, you know mm. the big zamboni, the big, yeah, the ice machine, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. precisely the ice machine. So they follow that, but they're discarding items of clothing as they go. No, oh it's part of the uh, pre-match uh, entertainment, and they also they also organise a free beer day. And um, Steve Warshaw, who's telling all this story back in the States now, after having threats on his life and everything, is telling how you've got, uh, they have this free beer day and you've got kids 14, 15, 16 years old, drunk in the stadium. It was just... Unbelievable. But he he went back to the States and sold it to, you know, marketed it to uh, various concerns, including Disney. And Disney promised to put in like $100 million into this uh, Russian ice hockey franchise. But of course, once the uh, once the Russians got, uh, got wind of this, and it was 40% of the economy apparently was run by, uh, by gangsters at that point. And don't forget, this is just after uh, Russia left the uh, Soviet Union and they gloriously grabbed, or at least the, the sort of criminal element, had gloriously grabbed the opportunity of free enterprise. Mm. Um, and they started ripping off 
by you know quite large amounts the uh, the Pittsburgh people uh, and by implication Disney as well. Wow. Disney, of course, pulled out of the deal immediately when they saw you know they saw what was going on. Um, it's all very cheerfully told this story. Sounds but, good. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean Disney, who will sue you if you use an image of Mickey Mouse? Mm. They're not going to. Uh, they're not going to stand for, this, uh, for these Russians. And uh, eventually, of course, the whole thing. Um, you know, the whole thing collapsed. Are you, are you speaking from bitter experience? Have you used an image of Mickey Mouse? Yes. Have you just <laughs> Martin Cameron <laughs> Mickey Mouse collection? Um, so well, that, it's yeah. Mickey Mouse Productions. One o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. Enjoy this there. So it's uh, Red Penguins, Murder Money, and Ice Hockey is available. Brilliant. On you'll the you'll really enjoy yeah. it. I mean, that's only half the jokes. It's yeah. absolutely hilarious. Now, One it Man is. in His Shoes, uh, we spoke about this documentary with uh, the, the guy behind it a little while ago. It sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it also it's very interesting. It's a story, basically. Uh, obviously, we've seen the Michael Jordan story on uh, on Netflix anyway. Mm. But this is the story of how the deal was wrapped up with uh, Nike and what it meant. And, it, you know, the significance of that deal is just, uh, you know, phenomenal. There's a 23-year-old uh, Michael Jordan on uh, Letterman. So you see on there and he puts his feet up on the desk to, to show the shoes. To show the shoes off, nice. Yeah. And Letterman tells us to put his feet down uh, and all that. But uh, I mean, Nike, 1984, um, absolutely on the uppers. I mean, you forget that it's such a you know it's such a pervasive brand now. You forget that in 1984, uh, Converse, Adidas, those were the brands. Mm. Uh, they needed Nike needed to look at what the market was for uh, you know for sportswear, basketball shoes, uh, and uh, as one of the experts on this, a lot of talking heads on it. Sixteen um, year old black boy. They were the guys who were going to make this brand uh, cool, and they, they you know, they, uh, um, Michael Jordan, who was only a third pick apparently in the draft, um, but anyway, so they got, you know, they logged into him. It was there's a lot, it's a lot of interesting detail in this because it was the 1980s, it was the Reagan years, recession, uh, and all that, and you, you t- um, play towns like uh, Detroit were absolutely um, falling to bits and everything. So there's lots of, you know, lots of color in it. Uh, well worth watching. Uh, and the actual executive, it wasn't even a high-level executive, Sonny Vaccaro, uh, lots of stuff with him. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well worth yeah. watching. Excellent. It's, and it's Sounds on good. the iPlayer, One Man in His Shoes, yep. uh, a Storyville documentary on BBC. Now, something I've downloaded and not watched yet is the three-parter Inside Hearts. Give us a brief, a brief, well, I've watched a bit of it, actually, but give us a brief flavour of that. Well, again, as we know, you know, for Hearts, it was uh, it was a disastrous time. This is the story of how one club and its owner survived the most extraordinary season in Scots football history. They had Craig Levine there. The players seemed to respect him, but you know, he obviously wasn't doing much because the team were uh, right down at the uh, at the bottom. I like the chairman uh, Anne Budge who um, she's looking through a quite she's sort of answering all the letters and there's a pile of correspondence at a very low point for hearts and she sort of gives a little commentary on this she says uh, Yes, uh, I've got a lot of correspondence to deal with. Not all of it positive. <laughs> I thought, well, that's got to be the understatement of the year. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, and the, there were a lot. There was a lot of um, uh, a lot of antipathy towards uh, her, and uh, but she looks like your nan. You oh, know, she's she's <laughs> she's nan. a sort of well, oh, <laughs> yeah. not my nan, obviously. <laughs> my nan's long gone. Uh, more of a reference to you people, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, bless her. She had heart. She was a true 
Jambo. She had hearts at uh, you know, her absolute core. Yeah. Um, and I like that when uh, Daniel Stendel, who was also obviously a failure coming after Craig Levine, when he took over, uh, they made it home by playing Neun uh, Neunzig Luftballon as he uh, walked out onto the pitch, which I thought was, uh, was a nice one, touch. But nice, a nice touch. Yes, I mean, a yeah, bit yeah, yeah. one, yes. Could, there are many other German tunes they could have che- <laughs> chosen which were less appropriate, to be yeah. honest. You know, That's very true. Any so, of the soundtrack of Cabaret. So it's a three-parter, but you, have you have you caught them all yet, Martin, or are you still going? No, I've watched the first two, and okay. I shall watch the third one, but they're automatically... Oh, yeah, I'll see it through. Yeah. Well, BBC end. Scotland again. Yeah. We, I was saying to Ali Ross I the other day, BBC they produce Scotland. a lot of very good documentaries. The Davy Robinson one was excellent. Have you seen yeah, yeah. that? Both very yeah. good, so they produce some good work. So Yeah, and they're sort of view from the terraces, which they, they do each week, which mm. is a bit of a chat show. That's really good as well. Yeah. You know, so BBC Scotland, they're well into that. Uh, Martin, you're back overnight on Talk Sport and Talk Radio. Yes, if I'm allowed a decent internet connection, I'll be definitely on at uh, one o'clock in the morning. You just we just make sure that nobody in Wakefield between one and six sends an email, <laughs> gets online. That's that seems to be the key. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. We were asking you earlier on who you'd modelled yourself on uh, as a uh, footballer, and mm. um, Peter said I always thought of myself as a Jimmy Johnson, small ginger winger. I still get called Jink in Edinburgh. And they got me a, a top with Jinky on the back for my last game. So, obviously, yeah. they bought into that. Yeah. Uh, Wes says, I base my darts on Simon Whitlock. I sometimes sellotape my mum's feather duster to my chin. It doesn't help me play any better, but it does <laughs> no, make me sneeze doesn't. more. I don't, I don't quite believe that. <laughs> no, I don't believe it at all. <laughs> and what about this one, one for the teenagers? Roger Clifford says, I was a nippy winger and I based myself on Dave Wagstaff, showing my age there. Mm. The manager said, go out there and make a name for yourself. The match didn't go well. Trudging off, the manager said, well, you said, you made a name for yourself. Unfortunately, it's unrepeatable. So thanks for all of those this afternoon. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. let's have a look at a week of sport. Oh, no, I'll keep doing that. Again, again. A week of non-sport. A weekend of non-sport even. Uh, I'll get there in the end. With Mike Ward. Good afternoon, Mike. Guy Butters, to answer your question. You you modelled yourself on physique, Guy Butters. Physique-wise. Guy Butters now. Okay, brilliant. I I took your advice last week and Did watched uh, Neil Brand's show. Yes, uh, very. It was quite intellectual. The sound of TV. Sound of TV, it? but it was very enjoyable. It is. It is intellectual. Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, it is musicology, as I, I think the, the, uh, the, the terminology is. But so you have to kind of wade through a fair bit of that. But at least it's different because, as, as we say, um, you, know, you could do these things and make them all about. Um, you know, the nostalgia thing, which is fine, but it has been done a million, million and one times before. So we've got episode two of that tonight, uh, nine o'clock BBC four. And this time it's all about, uh, to be honest, it's my favourite episode of the three. It's all about adverts. It's Music about, that's been used in adverts Music over the that's years. been used in adverts and a little bit of uh, jingles as well. So there's, a, there's quite a long bit about the, how they put together the music for the BBC news over the years. So, mm-hmm. um, But yeah, adverts um, that we remember fondly and the fact that those tunes... Uh, the woman vacuuming her carpet while um, shaking vac lady, yeah, fl- yeah, and, and um, yeah, I'd forgotten they actually revived that advert and they brought her back about oh. thirty years later and did a new version of it, uh, and then of course, of course, the uh, the robots, the Smash robots, and whatever. yeah, and Elvis Costello in the um, in the lemonade advert that I grew up with, well, Elvis Costello's dad, dad he wrote it, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, singing so the song, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it was uh, Elvis Costello's real name is Declan McManus, his yeah. dad was Ross McManus. Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 
was wrote a singer the with song. Uh, Joe Loss's band. And this, my, uh, my it's a uncle. relative of Andy's, so mm. he brought it back to the family. Well, I'm yeah. a secret there, lemonade brilliant. drinker. I've never been a secret lemonade drinker. I, if well, I it's go not the sort of thing you need to do <laughs> in <laughs> secret, particularly, is it? <laughs> to be an open, you can be an out lemonade drinker. <laughs> yeah, but I think he was doing. In the, he was sneaking down to the fridge in the middle of the night. He I was. Think that was it. Yeah, not advisable these days, really. What's no. that, sneaking down the fridge? In the, in the middle of the night and having a lemonade. I mean, okay, a, let's a not look at the health and safety <laughs> aspects for of the it. Teeth. I know, it was an advert, Andy. I mean, no one... <laughs> I thought, really, oh, just, I thought you meant you'd just be up all night. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that fact? Well, he does well. that anyway. <laughs> so, I don't um, need our whites for that. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow night, Mike, tomorrow night <laughs> yeah, we've sorry, got yeah. uh, Strictly, yes. uh, and again, Bill Bailey, he, he's getting better and better, isn't Guess, he? Yeah, I mean, seriously, he is, you know, he's once... I mean, I can't imagine, He's even if he finishes in the dance-off tomorrow night, he's... You know, it's the semi-final. There's five left. They each have to dance twice because it's going to be ridiculously quick otherwise. So they do two different dances. Uh, and yeah, obviously, then we're we're one step away from the big one. Although we mm. lost, I don't. If we were five, that's, I don't quite know how this works out because didn't we? Because Nicola Adams had to pull out. Mm. I thought we'd have fewer than that by now. But anyway, I don't know. How long is this? On, I mean, mm. the thing with Strictly, you know, it, it often goes on for about four days, doesn't yes, it? Yes, very I much mean, so. It, they, it, they, have I ever told you about a... the one they do in France? No. I watched it when I was in Paris once. Mm. My wife and I had a romantic weekend in Paris. So obviously on Saturday night, we sat and watched their version of Strictly <laughs> on, t- on French TV. <laughs> and it goes on forever. It actually really does go on for hours. It's like the Eurovision Song Contest. Wow. Everything's done live. And then they, vo- they do the voting uh, off. And they have a different scoring system. So the judges determine who's in the bottom two and the public don't have any say wow. until right at the end when the bottom two dance at the same time to the same What was the point dance. of having a revolution? Yeah, that's very Seriously. Very French. What was the point? I've become, get to I've the become very friendly. You've become the, very friendly. With the props guy from Strictly Come Dancing. Have you? Yes. Is because that useful? Well, it's, he's a very what interesting man. He's involved. One, oh, I mean, there's a lot of for props. The dan- for the dancers. Oh, yeah, for the dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, I thought most of it was CGI this time around, <coughs> isn't it? Because they've done oh, a lot. No. Oh, no, he's still busy. Is he? Uh, yeah, he's part of a group of about five of us that queue up to go do supermarket shopping Saturday morning at about okay. eight o'clock. Yeah. So he is. He's, become, he's become your supermarket oh, yeah. chums. He's won a BAFTA, this fellow. I don't know, I'm not surprised. I never well, meet yeah. people like that in the supermarket queue. Yeah, I mean, Andy's great. Andy has this great life where he meets people. I just go to the supermarket and come home again. Yes. He's either going to meet them and get on with them or have a fight with them, one or the other. Yeah. Now, uh, you do say, isn't Channel 5 fantastic? It is. They've given us, is this a full hour? This is oh, yeah. Roses versus Quality Street, Chocolate, chocolate Box, box Wars. Wars. An hour oh, of TV. Yeah. And it is war, you know. I mean, yeah. I just love the fact that they... The inventiveness of Channel 5 uh, never ceases to amaze me. They just have this ability to pluck an idea out of thin air. We'll go with that. Yeah. We'll, we can fill that. You know, And it's, you know, effectively, people just celebrating various different uh, Yeah, they're options. just saying the names of different sweets. It's like brown sauce or red sauce. I can't have no time for any of this sort of stuff. But no. anyway, people seem to like it. <laughs> Personally, I and they ring you up and ask you if you want to want to want to. Yeah, it's a nice little straight two hundred and fifty quid. Oh, just two hundred fifty like, now. I like so. the chewy toffee ones. Kaching. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe it's gone up, Mike. Maybe they offered you less. I, mean, well, I think I was, off, I was paid in guineas the last time I was asked <laughs> <laughs> to be a talking head in one of these shows. And they 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 do drive you mad because someone they'll often show a clip from the fifties or yeah. something. In, you know, I love seventeen thirty three, and someone <laughs> yeah. someone from Kate Thornton. Um, yeah. And, Somebody on TV will say, oh, I remember that. We only remember it because you watched the DVD that production <laughs> you know, company sent you. And, and, and I have a check for 250 quid. <laughs> and I, I, I actually do, when I watch them, I watch these people... Um 
uh, and then I sit there looking up on Wikipedia to see how old they are and doing the sums while the program's on, rather yeah. than watching the program. I'm thinking, yeah, you were four, so you have yeah. vivid, vivid <laughs> memories of oh, this. Oh, I program. remember that episode of Mary Mungo and me. Yeah. You weren't even born. <laughs> you shout at the telly. Yeah. Um, so we spoke to. Uh, this section's become like Gogglebox. Yeah, we spoke to Bob Mortimer and uh, Paul Whitehouse the other day, and they've oh. done a Christmas uh, gone fishing. So Can't like, wait. It's my favourite program on telly. It's gone up to Middlesbrough. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Bob's old neck of the woods a yeah. whole hour a whole hour mm. and it, you know and it, it'll whiz by because I, I was hoping to see a preview of it but it's just been it's still in the paranist in the editing stages oh, right. but okay. uh, yeah i'm really really looking forward to that sunday night um bbc2 at, at 10 past sure. just it does work on so many levels mm. and it feels so unforced as well doesn't it i mean you yeah know. your comment in your notes grayling is what they're hoping to catch the fish that is rather than chris grayling the former trans <laughs> they got to hunt chris grayling <laughs> the hunt for chris grayling i think that would be great i did say to the other day when they were on with me and Max that you know don't go changing how often when you like you're doing mm. series four of a show yes. that someone says we've got to do this we can't just do the same thing but that's it's like slow TV the yeah. whole point of this show yeah. as I said mm. it's like spending a quality half hour it with is. a pair of you without the swearing it is yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't, and don't jump the grayling yeah, that's right. Uh, so, um, oh, very good. So that's uh, eight. Thank you. I'm ten... glad you appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. Paul ten... just ignored it. I oh, know. I thought it was good. Well, I'm used to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join the club, mate. <laughs> ten past eight on Sunday night. That is. Uh, so uh, nine o'clock Sunday night. Um, uh, Des O'Connor, the ultimate entertainer. This oh, that's is yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. Some, some mm. talking heads, people who actually knew Des and worked with him over the years, <laughs> will be paying tribute to, to him. Yeah, Bradley Walsh, Jimmy Jimmy Tarbuck, Jonathan Ross, and uh, Melanie Sykes, of course, who did yeah. the, um, yeah. the, the the chat show with him, didn't she, for several mm. series some some yeah. while back? Yeah, and nobody quite liked Des O'Connor, also really in a way, because he was fantastically self-deprecating. But obviously, you know, he he was a great yeah. old-fashioned all-round entertainer. But could you know could genuinely take a joke? I think yeah, one the young comedians loved him. Sorry, Paul, yeah. because he would allow you. Basically, he was a great straight. Well, man. it's like a lot yeah. of those great American mm. chat shows. You know, Bradley had come on, or a young comic, a lot of young comics. Dom Dominic Holland was saying to us, wasn't he, that mm. he went on the show and Des would say, "I understand you've just got back from the states and you could go and do you could do ten minutes. You got ten minutes of your best material yeah. on prime time." And he was he was very generous. But yeah. I think one of the last things he did was uh, Alien Fun Capsule or Harry Hill, which I had a small involvement with, mm. and he was brilliant i mean for he was really sharp and still very funny and his timing was great so yeah he was he was top jaw so that Sorry, i think that'd be very good the dog's doing what? The dog's she's doing. Found my, she's found my bag with my swimming kit on the floor, and she's started taking the. <laughs> she's not put your trunks on, is she? Yeah, want to get her on that's life. They ever bring that back? Yeah, Sorry fantastic. About that. Dog's got a pair of goggles on. Are in the you pool or you're in you're in the south coast area? Did you just step into the sea? What do you do? Yeah. What me? You're swimming, yes. Oh, swimming. Oh, He's not swimming in the sea. How cold it is this time? I have never. I mean, I've dipped a toe. Or, or, or probably tend to be honest. We've got to know you a bit, Mike. You don't strike me as the most intrepid of men. <laughs> is that fair or is and that you not know fair? Me and Cole, that's, no, that's 100% fair. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that's generous. Okay. Brilliant. We've run out of time. We will catch okay. up with you next good week. Fun. Have a good weekend, Mike. Thank Thanks you. very Cheers, much. Guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Here we are. That was uh, this afternoon's show. Uh, Andy, you're back with us on Monday. I am, yes, yeah, all thanks. being well. And a lot of people I know caught up with the news about Sue on the podcast last week. So I say she had a good week. She's doing well. And we're optimistic. Brilliant. That is great to hear. So, Andy, back uh, on Monday. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 